A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The biggest convention of its kind ever in the UK, Wrestling Media Con 2018, is heading to Manchester on the 8th and 9th of September. Wrestling Media Con 2018 will feature live wrestling shows from Revolution Pro and Impact Wrestling, meet and greet with all the talent, panel discussions from the likes of Inside the Ropes, and workshops on how to get into the world of professional wrestling from former WWE writers and bookers. There will also be guest matches from Defiant. NGW and an NWA World title defense by Nick Aldis taped for £10 of gold. Other names announced for Wrestling MediaCon 2018 include The Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer, Colt Cabana, Sean Waltman, Cultaholic, Botchamania, myself and Ollie from the Wrestle Ramble, and many more to be announced. Wrestling MediaCon comes to the Bowlers Exhibition Center in Manchester, England on the 8th and 9th of September. Tickets are available now from WrestlingMediaCon.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined. Hello, Swat Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? Did you manage to recover from your Saturday night birthday shenanigans? I can tell you what, yesterday was rough. Sunday was rough, but Sunday was always going to be rough. I, I had peaks and troughs of, you know, wanting to vomit my internal organs out, out of my mouth. I was going to say, your uh, uh, girlfriend texted to say that you did. Yes, well... You know, it was one of those ones where no organs came out, mm. but pure distilled alcohol did. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, like I could taste it. Mm. It's like, oh no, that's just that's just like al- It's like cleaning, rubbing alcohol. Mm. Uh, but this, I I was doing fine uh, for for my I, th- loads of people came. That made me happy. Yeah, out of the fifteen people, that's loads to me. <laughs> How many do you think were ladies? Four. Two! Oh, so close! <laughs> and for so long it was only one, and that was my girlfriend. <laughs> and then uh, then another friend turned up. I was like, oh, I didn't know you were coming. <laughs> now too many women here. Too many women, too many women. Well, that's good. 50%. It's more women than ever. Yes, yeah. Uh, we could we could have probably actually gone into a nightclub <laughs> if we tried. If we, if we rationed the women right, mm-hmm. they would have let us in. Uh, but yeah, I... 
I was doing fine. I was knocking back the bevies like a bloody lad. Like a bloody bloke. Playing a bit of a Teenage Mutant Ninja I Turtles. I saw the picture you sent me, which I was I, I thought was great. I didn't even know they had, because you went to the same one that I went to a couple of years ago, and you, I, your girlfriend posted up some pictures of you playing Time Crisis, and you sent me that picture of the turtles. They didn't have either of those when I was there. Mm. Well, I thought you would, because you love the mutant ninja turtles and you immediately text back uh, oh is the four player working <laughs> how does he know yeah because it's the arcade four player machine right and usually of all the ones that i've tried there's always one of them that doesn't work it's the same with the simpsons panoramic um four player game as well that it's always one of them doesn't overly work like the down doesn't usually work there was only three of us playing uh but yeah so i was doing okay i was knocking back the brewskis and then a friend came over and was like, happy birthday, Ollie, and presented a shot of, I think it was Sambuca. I was like, okay, here we go. The first of the shot of runes mm. knocked it back. Ugh, disgusting. Someone else walks over to me. Happy birthday, Ollie, Uh-oh. with a different shot. This one was just like a, a whiskey. Oh, man. Ugh, knock that one back. Happy birthday, oh, Ollie. No. It was a thing. I got shot after shot. I had to do them for peer pressure. I was fine. Then weirdly, an hour later, I was just like, I'm going to vomit now. I <laughs> slowly got up, walked up to the stairs and vomited in the toilet and then came back down. And I was absolutely steaming mm. for the rest of the night. And someone recognised me. <laughs> <laughs> Not the guy in the New Day t-shirt who I clocked hours before. <laughs> But the, who probably has no idea what wrestle talk even is. But this guy, he was perfectly fine. But I can't remember. Oh no! I can't remember. And I was like, the next morning, I was like, you know, when you get like that guilt and worry, like, what did I do last night? Mm-hmm. I got a bit of that, and I had to vanity search myself <laughs> because I was worried. He was like, man, that Ollie Davis is a total dickweed. <laughs> Complete dink. Yeah, who kept pouring drinks over me and my friends. I didn't even know who he was. I, I said hi, and then he wouldn't leave us alone. <laughs> that was my worry. I was trying to play games, and he kept running over and just pressing the yeah. buttons. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was my night. Good night. Um, just yeah. a rough morning. Rough morning. Okay afternoon. Rough night. Mm. <laughs> I sort of... <laughs> It really was peaks and valleys. And then I woke up the next day, fine, but oh my God, in the evening yesterday, crashed out. Tiredness just catches up with you, man. I I, I hear that. But now I'm okay, I think. Yeah. And you had a nice weekend in I had a bloody lovely weekend. I'll tell you what, if you tried to pull that drink, that uh, that shot malarkey in Ghent, I I don't think it would fly because it is beer country. Mm. Like it is. The Belgians love their beer. And Ghent in particular, as I was saying to you earlier, is just, it's wall-to-wall pubs. Like, that's, it, there, there are pubs, a couple of shops, and cathedrals. Like, that all that is all Ghent is. But it is beautiful. Like, it's such a gorgeous place. It's, like, picturesque is not a word that I would use lightly. And it really is. I've always said that about you, Luke. <laughs> There's one thing I can commend you for is that you rarely deploy the word picturesque. Oh, yeah. I don't often describe things as picturesque, but I would describe this. Ghent is picturesque. It is beautiful. That means it was at least fine. (laughs) Oh, it was more than fine. There are... I'm not a traveller. I don't like 
it's not that I don't like leaving the country. I'm just not bothered about leaving the country. I'm the same, yeah. Like, you know, I always enjoy it when I've yeah, gone, exactly, but, yeah, but I like, don't feel the urge to run away from everything. No, like my wife is very much a case of like, we need to have adventures. We need to go here, we need to go here. And I'm like, cool, you book somewhere and I'll, I'll follow you. But if she had never said, let's book somewhere... I wouldn't have booked anywhere. Like I would You'd just have be spend like, that money on a switch. I I probably would have spent that money on a switch. I, and I would come to work because I like working. I'm a worker bee. I like working, and uh, so I'm not a traveler. But there are two places that we have been to in the past few years that I have said I would a come here again, and b I would live here. No, really. Where was the other place? New York. Okay. Uh, yeah. New well, that, York. And that sounds okay. And Ghent is the other one. I just, I just, I loved it so much. Absolutely loved it. It was brilliant, and That's it's perfect good. if you go. If you are in the UK and you are looking for like a little cheap weekend away outside of the country, can highly recommend it because it's a less than an hour's flight. You can actually get the Eurostar, but that is more expensive. You can, it's less than an hour's flight, and then Ghent's like it's it's an hour on the train outside of Brussels. You're in the pub by nine. It's like it's grand, but you got up at. Th- Three. Half three. We uh, got up so that we could drive <laughs> to Heathrow Airport um, and then uh, had a bit of breakfast and a coffee. Sure. Although my coffee was rubbish because I forgot to ask for skimmed milk and they gave me full fat and it was gross. Oh, not the tastiest of the milks. <laughs> this oh, not the no. I just want the, white water. Uh, it's, the, it's the worst of the milks. Like, well, I mean, I don't drink a lot of milk now anyway because I, I drink, I should have really asked for salt, but I forgot. I was so focused unlike asking for a medium i forgot to ask about everything else you ever had gold milk no that's a uh, fuller fuller fat milk oh yeah from jersey cows because the jersey cows are fat <laughs> well uh, i mean i four uh, percent fat like I, i'm not sure you know this moment, but i really don't like cream oh really i i dislike cream greatly and uh i i mean i i don't like um what about on the scone nope Absolutely not. No, oh, thank you. Yeah. A jam, one hundred percent. I'll have some jam, but not the cream. Like I don't like. Um, oh man, what do you call it? Cornish ice cream. Right. Yeah. Because it is just. It just tastes like. I mean, it's literally just iced cream, and that is gross and disgusting. I like it to feel much more processed and uh, not as milk-like or cream-like. Well, I'm sure people want to hear about the Superstar Shake-Up. I mean, they do, but before we do that, we have <laughs> to have a bit of housekeeping that we need to get out of the way oh, first. Oh, right. Have you edited this out, well, the, the I will main one? Well, I will edit it out because that's more geared towards the... And um, and it'll be in the middle of the show, which just seems a bit weird. It'll so. be the same. Yeah, I know, but I think we should just do it now because okay, it, it'll okay, be, it seems okay. weird to come in the middle of the show. So, on off the back of the success and um, love that we have had for doing episodes. Like we've done a lot of rambles in the last couple of weeks in the lead up to WrestleMania. We did uh, Wrestle Rambles for Raw and SmackDown before WrestleMania, the go-home shows. Then we did uh, reviews for the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. And this week we're doing Raw and SmackDown reviews for the Superstar Shake-Up. So we just thought yesterday we were texting each other back and forth. This is your idea, really. But we, you know, we just decided to do this. Let's just do this from now on. Yeah. So your Wrestle Ramble schedule will be slightly different moving forward. You're going to get episodes on Tuesdays, which will be Raw reviews, Wednesdays, which will be SmackDown reviews, and Saturdays, which will be news, mailbag, crap gimmicks. And those three will always be consistent. Pay-per-view predictions will come out on a Friday. Those will be bonus episodes. And pay-per-view reviews will come out on the Monday. And those will be bonus episodes. Not only that, but we're going to be doing Wrestle Ramble. Uh, Wrestle Ramble. We're going to be doing Fantasy Booking Warfare slightly differently. And oh, that's just for 
viewing that's just for youtube really it's gonna be the same yeah we'll probably put we haven't quite figured it out but that will also be a bonus episode a bonus episode yeah so you'll always get three a week but sometimes you may get four or five depending on what sort of week it is hey that's incredible that sounds like i shouldn't get irrationally angry about it and claim that i'm getting less no for something that i don't pay for anyway that is it is not something for you to irrationally think we are putting stuff behind a paywall because we're actually doing more content. I think it, it, it's just better as well because we do struggle. We have to record two episodes on a Thursday usually. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, how do we not date the, the episode that goes up on Monday? And like, I don't know why it's taken us over a year to go, oh, we should probably just do a Raw one and a SmackDown <laughs> one rather than that. And it takes so long to export I know. the Raw and SmackDown combined. Because it comes like an hour and a half episode, <clears throat> sometimes an hour and 40 minute episode. Yes. And like, who really has time in their day to watch an hour and 40 minutes? Or, or uh, on a podcast, it's fine because you can just pause and just and get on with the rest of your day. But man, on YouTube, it just seems really unwieldy. Yeah. I think this is a much, cons- this is a more, this is a, a better way of doing this. Well, let's get on with the new era. And today, where we're reviewing last night's episode of Raw, the Superstar Shake Up episode of Raw, and one of those shooks, one of those shakes, was Drew McIntyre, who hasn't been seen on WWE programming since last November, where he lost his NXT title to, to Andrade Cien Almas at NXT War Games. He suffered a torn bicep in that match, right at the end, really sad. And here he is returning. On a different show, with a different character, he's a heel now. What do you? What did you make of the the segment? Well, I mean, I went on quite the roller coaster with this segment mm. because they started this off. So Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and um, what's his face, Coachman, all said like, "Hey, there's another member of SmackDown that's coming over to Raw in the next segment, and we're going to reveal it very soon." And there was a graphic of vacant yep. and a graphic of female vacant, who you don't see very often. They didn't turn up though. No. I thought Vacant was, was actually going to... Especially because they're the tag team champions right now. Well, I'll tell you what. That's, that's, good. that's a good one. Um, I'll tell you what my first thought was. The graphic for Vacant is jacked. Like, he is a jacked... Yes. <laughs> With really defined hair. Really defined hair. I was hair. thinking that, that they're just using a made-up silhouette. Because I was trying to play who's that Pokemon. Mm, yeah. And it, it wasn't anyone. It was just... It was Yeah, it was Finn Balor who'd eaten another Finn but Balor. But it's just like, he's, his muscles are so defined. They've even got veins uh, on the on the silhouette. Kind of like veins on a silhouette. I know, but it's Jack. But anyways, what, that on, was... On the outline? Yeah. Like, and, actually, I didn't like, see It's those. kind of like sort of like a faded mm. uh, sort of cut, but you can like see it's very defined. Anyway, that was, you that was, studied that quite closely. Well, that was my first thought. That's because I was dead excited. Dead excited right now. So I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to see who the next person mm. is. Then you had the record scratch. And I was like, oh, it's Dolph. So I was like, ah. Oh. It was like, Okay, Dolph's coming over. Fine. I, who cares? Why bring the record scratch? It's not gone and over. It, it's not even part of your act anymore. You're not doing the fake entrances. So, and then your music plays afterwards. I know. So anyway... What's so, the record that's being scratched? Nothing, nothing really. So I, so my interest dipped when Dolph came out. Yes. I'm like, okay, it's Dolph. But same as like, hey, you know, we've said that when you go over to a new brand, maybe this could be the fresh start that you need. So I was like, ugh. And then Titus Worldwide came out, and I was like, well, this has solidified you in the lower mid-card, hasn't it? Craig, you are hanging around with jobbers now, mate. This this is where you're at for Raw. There was a moment where I thought, 
maybe it's not the worst idea in the world for Dolph to join Titus <laughs> Worldwide. And then I stop myself. He should just leave <laughs> if he's got to that point. And I like Titus Worldwide, but, yeah. you know, Dolph Ziggler, money in the bank cash in, former world champion, really great wrestler in ring. And, and we're saying, like, eh, you know, maybe Titus Worldwide's the act to turn him around. But, OK, so here's a fun little peek behind the curtain. Mm. When I was watching this show, I needed to go to the loo while this segment was started. I was like, I need to pee. Fun peek behind the curtain. Well, I, was, I, was like, I was like, I really need to pee. But, you know what, I'll, I'll wait until this segment is done. The, seg- the segment has started, I'll wait until this segment is done, and then I'll go to the loo. And it got to the point about halfway through, when Titus was handing them the business card, I was like, I don't care. I'm going to mm. press pause, and I'm going to go to the loo. So I went to the ca- came back, and then shock of all shocks, that he drew McIntyre shows. I'm not like, whoa, Drew's here. So all of a sudden, my peak went, hey! And then instantly, I was like, oh, he's teaming with Dolph. And I instantly yes. went straight back down again. All the way down, or did it no, just it, level it, it, off? Yeah, I think it just leveled yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, because I was really excited to see Drew on TV and back up on the main roster, because I think Drew's an excellent, excellent talent. But then I was like, oh, mate, you, you're stuck with Dolph, and I think you might be in a feud with Titus Worldwide. Or, or if, that's, if this is going to be setting up a feud, which I hope it's not. I've actually, my prediction is that Titus are going to get drafted tonight um but even then it just like it just really solidified them as not an act to really take seriously however i will say their finisher is awesome the claymore into uh, claymore and zigzag that is a wicked finisher that is really really cool then yeah. they played dolph's music and i was like no, i've lost interest again the uh it's it's weird how the the similarities there to bobby lashley's wwe return the previous week in that That was where Elias was doing his usual shtick. Bobby Lashley came out, big pop, Bobby Lashley squashes Elias. Great! Like, Bobby Lashley's back, but really, like, where's the meat there? Where's the substance? And Elias, as great as he is, and we love him, we adore him here, isn't a top-tier guy. So when Drew McIntyre turns up, you're like, yes, this is awesome, Drew's here. I forgot he was, you know, even a possibility. Absolutely. I didn't think he was going to be back for ages. Yeah. And if he was going back, I thought he'd be in NXT. This is great. But but it's either, okay, they're going to feud with Titus Worldwide, bad, or they've just used Titus Worldwide as this, ang- for just for an angle to introduce them, and then they never have anything to do with them again, which is, which is just like, well, that's, that's, not any more good. Like it doesn't add anything. <laughs> no. If but it, it, if they were to enter a, a storyline, I know that's hard because you don't really want to show your hand on the superstar shakeup week. Setting up a program here might reveal who who's not getting drafted. But it's not like they haven't done that with Samoa Joe <laughs> and Roman Reigns, <laughs> exactly. Unless they both get drafted. So it's like, why should it be any difference to Drew? Because Drew's a guy who you really can turn into a legitimate main eventer far more than baron corbin should we talk about that as well baron corbin got his own little video package and it's like i'm brought i'm brawn i'm baron corbin and i'm coming for you and in the wrestling observer newsletter last week dave Meltzer wrote that vince is still insanely high on baron corbin that's the guy he sees potential in drew mcintyre is younger he's I mean, is he taller? I'd say he's taller. I'm his fr- body's... In- I'm, I'm-, I'm going to get it again. His body's incredible. Mm-hmm. I am almost... I'm pretty certain. I mean, I don't have definitive proof, but I think Drew McIntyre is eight foot tall. Yes. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a giant of a man. He was carved out of a tree. He wasn't <laughs> born or conceived. He is literally Groot. Mm. And he... I've got my T-shirt on today. <laughs> I haven't worn this for a while, but I thought, tis the MCU season. <laughs> Podcast listeners, I'm wearing an I Am Groot T-shirt. Nerd. But Drew McIntyre is an 
and he can cut promos. Like, what a promo that guy is. Go back and watch, like, he's running WCPW or ICW when he was outside of WWE. And evolve. Uh, Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he dominated that for a while. And he can wrestle really well. Multiple styles. He's such a good heavyweight. And he's cut, and, th- and that's why, like, we are very happy that Drew McIntyre is <laughs> my voice broke a little bit there on the main roster. I think this is great for him. I'm very happy for him. But is this the way I would have done it? I don't think so. It's I said to you outside. I'm going to repeat a joke. I was going to say I, I was hoping you were going to repeat yes. the joke because it is it is top quality material. The well, I'm going to murder it now because it's not instantaneous and off the cuff. But the. Uh, Usually when people get called up from NXT, they feud with Dolph Ziggler and it's kind of like a, okay, here's your ease into the main roster. But it it never usually catches fire. It always flattens people out. And I was thinking, is there anything worse than having your first feud with Dolph Ziggler? Probably teaming with Dolph Ziggler. Being a tag team with Dolph Ziggler. Do you know what? If it were me, if it were me and I was in charge of all of this shenanigans, and I was like, hey, how would you have built, uh, how would you have brought Drew McIntyre up into this spot? I'd have put him in Bobby Roode's position. I'd have had him as the mystery fifth mm. man on the team. Because then, like, that, I mean, that solidified Bobby Roode sort of in that upper mid-card, possibly main events level scene, because you got Seth and we'll Finn. We'll come on to that. We'll come on to that. <laughs> <laughs> you got Seth and Finn and Braun in there at the very least, and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and, you know, your, your comedy jobbers in the Miztourage. But it actually, like, that solidified Bobby in a much better, stronger position than teaming with Dolph did. And it would have been a bigger surprise, because everyone would have been expecting a SmackDown star. And actually, holy hell, it's Drew McIntyre. Not only that, but he'd come out as a bloody babyface, which he was in NXT. I don't really think we need Drew as a heel right now. And... Like that—that's just. I thought it would be. He'd been better suited in that role rather than here with Dolph. Where, I mean, maybe this is what Dolph needs to kind of like reignite something in him because he's been flat for the last about eighteen months or so. Maybe this will be a good thing. But at the moment, it's not. It's it hasn't got me excited for Drew's return. I don't think this is to get Dolph over at all. It's just that ease McIntyre in. He's, he seems to be very much a hunter guy. I don't mind him as a heel. As you were talking then, I thought of a, arguably a better way. Ooh, interesting. Jinder. I was gonna. Say, I was about to say the Jinder role. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, not the Jinder, the Jeff role. The Jeff role. So Jinder uh, was the first acquisition of Raw and Cat Angle sort of immediately books him into a US title defence and Jeff Hardy answers. Mm. I saw someone comment on Reddit, can't remember who, uh, that so in kayfabe terms Jeff Hardy was the fastest to gorilla. Because <laughs> it was like the first person who can come out here and fight me. Jeff, I'm already there mate. Boom. Hit my yeah. music. So what a merit based from the land of opportunity in Smackdown it's the land of proximity in Raw. <laughs> But like switch that out with Drew McIntyre, and then I would not mind a, a you know a three MB three MB feud of of Jinder versus Drew and their new incarnations. Well, I was gonna say Heath just looks at them confused. Like, all three why aren't I Musley? All three are now like we had the Shield reunion last year. This year is the reunion of three MB. No, I don't think. I mean, SmackDown. I mean, I'm, 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 not, I'm not being serious, but they but, might get drafted oh, tonight. Of course, Heath could get transferred yeah. across, couldn't he? Yeah, because they were they were actually more successful. They are former SmackDown tag team champions. As they keep trying to remind us on commentary. Yes, yeah, so, it doesn't uh, get them any more over when you keep saying that. 
I, uh, I, I thought I'm, I'm very happy that Drew's there. I am heavily skeptical about a pairing with Dolph Ziggler. It seems to be a, a crammed tag division on Raw potentially with uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy as well. See, this see, is good. They've been, yeah. they've been needing it for some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I prefer acts together rather than blatantly two singles. Well, I mean, as, as, I, as a, a unit, as I said last week, it, it worked out well for um, Sheamus and Cesaro. You know, eventually mm. it, it did work out well. I did laugh though. I mean, as I said, like I think this, this Claymore and Zigzag finisher is really, really yes. cool. And the commentators were like doing a really good job of trying to put that over as a really intimidating finisher. I'd rather they didn't go out to Dolph's music. But Michael Cole at one point said it's a combination of two of the most devastating finishes in WWE, and I'm like, I don't think it is, mate. Claymore, perhaps, but the Zigzag is not a devastating finisher. The Wrestle Ramble will be right back after these short messages. This episode of Wrestle Ramble is brought to you in part by Patreon. For just $5 a month, you can get access to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, Wrestle Ramble Extra, where Ollie and I review classic pay-per-views from wrestling's past. Previous episodes include Money in the Bank 2011, Armageddon 2000, Wrestle Kingdom 10, WrestleMania 25, and more. The next episode continues the WrestleMania theme with arguably the best mania ever, WrestleMania X7, featuring the epic main event of The Rock vs. Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF Championship. It also has the Triple H vs. Undertaker match you're supposed to forget happened, and the gimmick Battle Royal! Your backing will get you access to all previous episodes too. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk for more information. That's patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Haha, <laughs> it's a Raw review looking jacked, man. So, as we've already mentioned, Raw kicked off with Jinder Mahal, well, kicked off with Kern Angle coming out, doing his usual, here's what's happening on today's show, you suck floppy wrists, you suck floppy wrists, look, here's Jinder Mahal and Sunil Singh. I was trying to find a rhyme in there. Nearly. So Jinder Mahal then comes out with Sunil Singh, he does some heel stuff, like, mate, you got me a hummer? but I usually go everywhere in limos. Which he, was, was, he was not a happy chappy. That was, uh, that was such basic heel language. <laughs> I know, yeah, it really was. I actually forgot, because the commentators may mention this, and I genuinely forgot that Jinder went to SmackDown in the last shake-up, and that's kind of like what reignited, started Jinder's career, because he got the WWE Championship shortly thereafter. Like, literally the month later, he was champion, and now he's, you know, and then he was United States champion. Genuinely forgot it was only last year that Jinder went over to SmackDown. It just felt like he's always been there. It's because you've erased that from your mind When he was just well. a jobber yeah. on Raw and attacked him with Rusev. The, uh, I thought he looked really good here. Like, he kind of looked at home on Raw. Dominating the mid card, yeah. it's just it was getting a lot of heat. It was a great crowd all night. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like they they lost a bit of steam near the end, but it is a three hour show and it was a bit of a throwaway ten man tag main event. But the this bit they were really hot for. Jinder was getting loads of heat, and he went on to have a pretty decent match. I thought, mm, yeah, really good. Uh, so I I wouldn't have beaten him. <laughs> yeah, okay. you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, I there might be longer term plans, but I would have liked to have seen. Jinder with the US title for longer than 10, 9 days? Well, we'll see what happens because uh, so he lays out, essentially, Kurt Angle says, oh man, you can let me know if you've got these demands. Um, I'll give you my email address. It's kurt.angle at freakingnoway.com great, uh, nofreakingway.com whatever mm-hmm. it was. Like, great, great little bit of a uh, Doesn't work. No, I mean, have you I've, tried to email got to bounce back, yeah. Oh, mate, yeah. that's a shame. Out of office. <laughs> it's on his phone. There's, Just there's a picture a, of Kurt on his phone. There was a lot of phone you know like i should you didn't get the email a lot of email stuff like how is kurt not seeing these emails he's looking at his phone all the time he's not synced up his emails though that's the problem they're all synced up to his ipad that he's never looking at do you just think it's off <laughs> all the time he's not talking to anyone he's not talking to anyone it's actually not even a phone yeah uh, anyway, so Kurt Angle lays out an open challenge that the first person to come out from the back can challenge Jinder for the United States Championship. Who should it be but Jeff Hardy? Jeffrey Hardy uh, comes out, and yeah, they, they had a pretty decent match, which saw Jeff eventually win with the twist of fate and swanton bomb to become the new United States Champion. So this opens up the question, really, about what's going to happen on SmackDown tonight. Mm. Because there's kind of like various ways this could go. Either Jeff goes across to SmackDown and takes the United States Championship back with him to SmackDown. Because currently at the moment, Raw has both the United States Champion and the Intercontinental Championship. So either Jeff goes to SmackDown with the US Championship, or Rollins goes across with the IC belt, and you just swap the belts over. That's one way of doing it. Or the third way, sorry, the third way of doing it, is that both belts stay on Raw. Yes. And then Randy faces Jeff at Backlash because he is the number one contender to the uh, US belt. And then Randy wins the US belt at Backlash and the title goes over to 
um, uh, to oh, oh, Miz wins the IC belt at Greatest Royal Rumble because he's got his rematch there, and he takes the IC belt with him to uh, to SmackDown. But if Jinder gets the title back at Greatest Royal Rumble, it would still be Jinder versus Randy. Yes, you're trying to work out of that Jinder Randy. I, this, this is <laughs> this is uh, not going to happen, but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, interesting, Paige. Is the Raw general? I think uh, SmackDown Page, Page general becomes Page here. <laughs> Page here. New United States champion. SmackDown general manager. Mm-hmm. She's British. Go away, United States title. Oh, you're thinking of bringing up the because UK championship, Pete Dunn UK. Oh, interesting, <laughs> mate. I like it. It's not going to happen. Oh, by the way, did you see that the uh, the match we're getting at the UK tournament? Oh no, we're getting Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era. That six man is is happening on the, uh, the UK oh, my shows. God. So Carlo Riley's my favourite person in the world right now. Have you seen the highlights video? Yeah. That he's, and he even tweeted it. He said, guys, stop sharing this. It's, re- it's really embarrassing. <laughs> it's just such a good heel tweet. But it's just this video. It's a 45-second video of just him doing goofy stuff. Yeah. And he's never... It's amazing because he, he's such an underrated performer in that he is never the focus of these segments always steals them yeah i forgot about the war game spot where he tries to hit someone with a steel chair it bounces off the top rope and hits him in the head the old cut angle spot yeah angle loved doing that spot yeah um and just these facial expressions yeah. oh he's, he's good love kylo riley so that there, there is a three possible ways that this yes. could all go um bringing it back to our united states championship slash ic title although i, I did think about this if Seth doesn't debut on Raw tonight, on, mm-hmm. on SmackDown tonight. Sorry, I apologise. If if Seth doesn't go to SmackDown, Paige and Shane are idiots, absolute idiots, because that means that they traded Jinder, their champion, to Raw without getting anything in return. Yes, unless of course they bring up the UK Championship, or they don't like Jinder. But even so, he's your champion. Like you have the United States Championship. They're just props, mate. Well, well we shouldn't be treating them as props. We should be treating them as legit championships. But yeah, if I, if if it isn't Seth, or if it's Jeff, then that's just a very lucky coincidence that Jeff won. But if it isn't Seth, then they're absolute morons for for trading him across when he's champion. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but Jinder was backstage afterwards. He demanded that rematch at Greatest Royal Rumble, which I'm just going to call Grr from now on. Yeah, Grr. G R R. Grr. Hashtag Grr. Mm. It's in all the tweets. Um, and non, then, sort of non-canon show, which Rusev is mm. back on now. And then No Way Jose parties out. Well, No Way Jose parted out halfway through this promo, but Jinder kept talking about this promo, and it's almost like we were. Are we pretending this music's not happening? Yeah. Like I thought, No Way was coming out for a match. Nope, he's just backstage partying. And I don't know what you think when you party. Like, do you think, I'm going to go and just conga line round a building? Or do you go, oh, I'm going to go to go to like a, 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 a static positioned place and order some beverages and we, you know, get crunk. Get crunk with the lads and the hose mm-hmm. and maybe dance there. You don't. What sort of party is this? My, the, I thought the oddest thing about this segment was at the end, Michael Cole said, maybe No Way just hears the music. I'm like, but I heard the music. Oh, no. So it's it, Ultimate it's Warrior Hulk Hogan. Exactly. Like, does Michael Cole not hear the music? What's happening now? Am I crazy or is he crazy? That I think we can... Uh, Michael Cole is the crazy one here. Anyway, we've spent too much time yeah. on this. Although, can I share my interest in Michael Cole facts? <laughs> 
okay, which, which I learned quite recently. We'll be the judge if it's interesting. Michael Cole directs NXT commentary. Oh, yes, that is interesting. Yeah, so everyone who says that NXT commentary is amazing, Michael Cole directs it. And it's and it's basically Michael Cole's voice coming out of Morrow. Mm, that is fascinating. Well, not the pop culture. Not the pop culture. So Morrow just like <laughs> sprinkles some pop culture Good, references sh- on Shut up, there. Morrow. No, Michael, I'm doing this. They need to find out about Jack Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we got Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Oh, finally, the culmination of this feud. How many times have we had the culmination <laughs> The culmination of this feud? I was going to say, this wacky story that's just been chapters in random places. It's like that book, like House of Leaves or whatever it was, where like you, it's a book, but there's also like annotations written by someone else who has already read the book, and then there is like other stuff inserted into it. So you kind of get this whole complete story, but it's like three books put yeah. into one. That's what, that's what that feels, is not what this is like. I mean, that's clever. This has just been random yes. chapters in random spaces. Uh, so, the, yeah, it's it's still happening, this feud. Uh, it's And, like, they're not even having the the style of match that the what out-of-order feud <laughs> is dictating. Like, nothing is working here. There was one spot in this match that worked, and that's when, oh, they, the started, when they were doing the hockey punches. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was, was good. And that actually, because the crowd were not into this at all, but they really woke up during that hockey punch fight, which I, th- I thought was a really, really wicked spot. The other thing to know is, I think Michael Cole is trying to name uh, Sasha's double knees move, because uh, he referred to it twice as Meteora. Okay, that's a pizza from Domino's. (laughs) Or a Linkin Park album, Mm. I think. Uh, uh, Can't it just be like, boss time? (laughs) You love that when he does that. Well, I mean, I'm hoping Sasha gets uh, drafted, just so we can stop Michael Cole from saying it's boss time, because Phillips won't. Well, I've I've heard Corey Graves has been drafted to SmackDown, and he's also been drafted to Raw. Did you you hear my prediction yesterday for for that? I think that Corey is going to be staying on Raw alone. Well, uh, as a permanent basis, and they're going to draft up Michael um, Nigel McGuinness to be the. So uh, he's the just had man. a kid, so I don't know if that's. Well, so it's Mitt. Yeah. Oh well, we'll see. I I love Corey Graves at the moment. He's been on fire the last two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want as much of him as possible. Uh, but the uh, yeah, this one. What what do you think of Bailey's bib? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's it's a bib. It's a bib. I preferred the jacket, I guess. She she came out like that with this weird thing. I was like, what is she wearing? And then the first move she does, she slips off the turnbuckle. Yeah. It's not your night, Not Not your night. But no, this, this match ended it in a um, uh, no contest because the <coughs> Riot Squad, all three members of the Riot Squad ran in and uh, knocked them both out. I'm thinking both of them get drafted tonight to SmackDown so we can just continue this feud on the blue brand rather than the red one. Right. Yeah, it could happen. Uh, I... For a moment, thought it was absolution. I just, <laughs> just assumed it was absolution. Yep. I mean, Page was back wrestling again. I yeah, could very well be. I do like um, Sarah Logan's pop-up headbutt, though. I think that's quite a nice little uh, spot. Didn't talk about Drew's headbutt on oh, Apollo. Drew, oh, Drew's got a wicked yeah, headbutt. It's so it's... good. Uh, back to Apollo Cruz as well. So full name. I guess that was that was short-lived. The surname was drafted back. <laughs> it's called up from developmental. Apollo's surname. Cor- well, uh, Corey said at one point when the Riot Squad came in and um, beat everyone, they said they have run roughshod over SmackDown. I was like, I don't think they have, mate. For for like two weeks, five <laughs> months ago. Yeah. Authors of Pain beat Heath Slater and Rhino next. Heath Slater and Rhino got a little promo video package thing with the, uh, words, with on the screen. words on the screen. That's been drafted from SmackDown. I I feel like they're moving over to SmackDown. I think they might be Sater as well. And Rhino. Yeah. They lost very quickly. Authors of Pain look great. Yep, big they old look action so figures. cool. 
Uh, and yeah, Cole confirms that Paul Ellering is no longer part of the act. Yes, and it's from going by uh, Paul Ellering's tweet and his daughter tweeted, it's got nothing to do with uh, the schedule. It's got nothing to do with being on the road. It's just they decided against having him there. Mm. Uh, there was ECW chance in this match. It's 2018. That would be like people in 1999 chanting for a promotion that closed in 1971. Yeah, but everyone loves ECW, man. And Rhino used to wrestle for ECW. <laughs> he did. He was the last ECW yeah. champion. Uh, then we got Miz, Miz TV. He'd been promoting... Proper ECW, I should say. Hmm? People, people will try and correct me. Miz said that he's got a huge announcement that's going to shake the foundations of WWE. I was genuinely intrigued, mm-hmm. and I didn't see this coming. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yep. The reason I didn't see it coming is because it's it's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We wondered how they were yeah. going to get one, or both of them onto either brand. How are they going to... Oh, Miz just... Uh, Miz said they're there. Yeah. And then it turns out Stephanie had sent Kurt an email. But Kurt, and, and apparently, according to what they said, the email was sent minutes before they came out. So this was all very much last minute. It's a good job they were there, really. These two people that aren't currently hired by the company were there for for that email to arrive. Few. It's full of logic holes. Yeah. But this this was good. Well, I, like well, when yeah. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens came out oh, and they all hugged I was the Miz so Garage, wonderful. they were jumping up and down. I loved oh. everything about this. And actually, for a while, when Miz was cutting his promo and Kevin Owens was cutting, and Sami Zayn, I thought. Are, we, are they forming a faction? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have minded I that. I wouldn't have minded either. It generally felt like they were forming this yeah. five-man faction here because they said they're bigger than the NWO, they're bigger than the Avengers. I was like, yeah, this will be a cool little five-man unit. But then Kurt Angle comes out looking a bit perplexed and he announces that Miz is going to be to going to SmackDown because Daniel Bryan still has a little bit of pull from his old general manager days and he wants uh, the Miz over there so he can hashtag punch him in the face. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that was a nice bit of heel comeuppance to Miz. And it's Miz alone, yes. not Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. Uh, they, I, we, we've got to give props to Sami Zayn here for his extravagant reading oh, out God, of Oh, God, it was so funny. Because even though it was only sent minutes before, he still found time to get to the arena, even, even though he wasn't employed, and print off the email... And uh, he brought it out and he, he took it out and he cleared his throat, which I need to do, put his glasses on yep. and he read it out. It was, it was so brilliant. good. A wonderful bit of like, <coughs> like dick heel acting. Yes. It was really funny. Uh, then Kurt books a 10-man main event of all the heels in the ring against Rollins, Lashley, Balor, Strowman and the debuting new star. Absolutely. Ooh. And debuting could just mean their first time on the brand. Yes. Yes. Pretty much. Then we got uh, Woken Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt beating The Revival. Poor The Revival. Yeah, well, I think The Revival are going across as well. Yeah, that would that would be a great move. Uh, and before this, Bray and Matt, so they're trying to mesh their act together. Aren't they just? Which is not... Like, it's, I appreciate it, but I, I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> because they start off backstage and... Bray does a, like the wonderful line and Matt goes we're here which is Bray's line and then they come out and they come out with Matt's entrance music then it turns into Bray's entrance with the music and the lights off and then it turns back into Matt's music it's like WWE 2006 all over again when like they didn't have a tag team division because DX just killed everyone and so they were like oh well we've got to just start putting people together so they put Edge and Randy Orton together but then try to like mesh their theme tunes together as well. So it's where you just start one of them, then stop it so you can play the other one, and then stop that so you can play the other one. And it just sounds absolutely awful. And like a bit of matching gear would help. They don't have to be the same color because they're really putting over this like Matt is in white and Bray is in black. That's grand. 
but they're not in gear that looks the same. It's just, and Bray's done absolutely nothing different with his character. This, apart from clapping, he, I suppose. He imitates a few map bits, yeah. but yeah, it's nothing substantial. And, man, I mean, the new finisher that they've got, because they're still trying to work on the finisher as I'm well. I'm glad they've changed it. I, this one's not much better, though. It's a lot better. What are you talking <laughs> about? What was it? I've, I've so missed it. So, they do, the, uh, Matt gets him into the <clears throat> twist of fate, and then yeah. uh, the, sh- the, the legs go onto Bray's shoulders, and then Bray just sort of pushes them down. Like, it's, it is better than the, the, the sister Abigail, big air quotes for podcast listeners, into the twist of fate, but it's not much better. What I'm not it getting still needs here, work. What I'm not getting here is that Matt won the feud and Bray has become woken. Has he? Well, I mean, that's what I was getting from it. And, you know, Bray's doing all the wonderful and he's the one helping out Matt. So why don't you just go full on with that concept and put everything under the Woken Universe banner? And now Bray gets his own, like, Brother Wyatt name and dresses a bit more like it they come out to Matt's music I think it should be a lot the balance should be a lot more on Matt's side present, presentation wise film some skits Bray's. and you can film some skits at the Hardy Compounds yes like rather than doing their backstage segments in whatever nonsense they currently work in but just film like do these promos at the Hardy Compound make it feel like Bray is actually part of this family part of this universe because at the moment they're just they're so two separate entities could, like Bray could babysit the kids yeah, wonderful. when they go out. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful, lovely like, stuff. Like just having dinner with them all around. Yeah, and th- and there could be like funny bits where Bray moves into Jeff's room and Jeff's like, "Ah, oh, what are you doing to my room? <laughs> what about my dog?" Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, it was it was okay. I you know what though, Bray Wyatt's babyface stuff here, like I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Bray. Like it's it's it, what's been done with him is the problem uh, and the the core concept of the character and I've always wanted that baby face Bray yes. and we've got it in glimpses here and there like remember that time he teamed with Roman Reigns and he pins he's pinning someone and he just looks up and points and Roman oh, takes him that out was with a so cool one of my all time favorite great moments from Raw in recent years and Bray fired up is it's fantastic he's a great re- like he's a very good wrestler. Mm-hmm. For that character, he's great. Yes, and seeing him do it here, I, I was I was very pleased. So yes. at least I got that. Then we got. <clears throat> oh man, we need to talk about this backlash. Well, I say backlash. Oh no. Well, we've got the Breezango into the bar next. Oh okay. So backstage, Breezango with the next raw acquisitions. They gave the bar some. Yes. Oh, what's that T-shirt? <laughs> I'll be done. Uh, and uh, they gave the bar fashion tickets, and the bar got really annoyed, <laughs> Un- like disproportionately annoyed about it, which was fun. Which was fun. But yes, okay, now <laughs> let's talk about this. So we should have opened with. We this. should have opened with this because WWE pay per views moving forward are going to be co-branded. So Ollie, how are you going to announce that these pay per views are going to be co-branded? Because this is quite a big thing. We made such a big deal out of it's more pay-per-view than ever last year when you were getting all these pay-per-views, but now we're just we're actually taking away pay-per-views from you. But they are going to be joint. They're going to be co-branded. That's exciting. You're going to see all the stars you want. Hmm. There must be a really creative way that we can do this. What's What's your idea? I'm the best. The best I can come up with is is someone just smearing feces on a wall, I mean, announcing that it's it's good. It's good, but I'm pretty sure maybe we can think of something worse yes what, yeah. what have you got well i mean i was thinking about maybe having a rap song which Ooh. is like like a really generic rap song that no one will ever listen to ever 
And then we'll get stars from both Raw and SmackDown miming over the top of it. Some stars where it might slightly kill their character to do so. Yes, if they're heels and then they're... De- yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I really like this. Great Let's idea. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of... Yes, this is what they did. Um, I don't know the name of the song. <laughs> it, it, no one will be singing it next month. I, I mean, I'm quite... The next punishment should be us covering <laughs> this. So it's like, yeah, there's there's a, a, a voiceover booth and people, a few WWE superstars, because they are definitely not wrestlers <laughs> here, are singing some bits and the New Day are being funny. Carmella's there. Matt Hardy has a bit, I think. I watched yeah. it twice. Nakamura <laughs> uh, was there. Yeah. Do- what was up with Dolph's hair? Yes, that was what, just that coming out of the shower. <laughs> Dolph's hair was massive. It was bigger than Corey Graves' hair. And uh, that there are also clips of people doing fun, wacky dances because we're we're not threatening combat athlete sport pe- sports attainers. We are we you know we're just here to have fun. We're entertainers. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a fan of this. I thought it made everyone look really lame. I yes. thought it would just made the whole product seem oh. exceptionally lame. And AJ Styles at the start oh, is no, like, poor old AJ. This is gonna be phenomenal oh no AJ <laughs> it is super lame and I don't know if you've seen it but what culture wrestling have, have recently done like a why what culture is great video and it's a play on the old attitude era one where they're walking, walking around. around the office yeah, yeah. and great. people are hitting each other with chairs and stuff yeah. we're and, all about family entertainment yeah, yeah and that is that was a great advert and I thought like you know why isn't why don't they do that anymore because that is cool yeah. and it's funny this was lame, so lame, and I would be embarrassed to show an adult friend of mine. <laughs> it's one of those moments where I was like, "Oh, I'm so glad that my my wife is asleep and she's yeah. not in the living room with this while with me while this is on because this is, it's embarrassingly bad." It's you know what though, <laughs> I kind of loved it. I kind of loved, loved it too. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. it. It's so rubbish. Yeah, I want to watch it again. <clears throat> I, I'm I'm jealous you've seen it twice. Uh, yeah, I had to watch it twice because they did a joke about it, and I was like. What what is this song called? <laughs> and then I I call I called it uh, the announcement. So where is it? Uh, uh, yeah, here it is. So I've called the song Roar and Smackdown Combined Forces to bring you the best <laughs> of both brands. That's the name of the track. Excellent. Get it in uh, record stores yep. now. Oh man. Yeah. I okay. Yeah. I'm actually now fully behind this. <laughs> I think they should do all match video packages yes! in the same manner yeah. so like imagine how much better roman reigns versus brock lesnar would be if they were doing some kind of country western oh, could you banner imagine together one of my favorite build packages of all time that you and i are going to get to talk about because it's our next patron uh, podcast wrestlemania x7 the video package before rock and austin and that main event to limp his kits uh, my way that video package would have been so much better if you had austin in the booth going like hey man play that track it's gonna be badass and, and then, then mouthing the words, doing little funky dances uh, to it while The Rock does his little sticks, interspersed with other people dancing. Ah, oh, it would have made the feud so much better. A little bit where they get tired. Pass me some water. <laughs> so, so even, I forgot about that bit. Where Car- so Carmella's dancing and she gets tired. Doesn't Carmella have a background as a professional dancer? So I... Dancers get tired, man. It happens. I, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't I, know how I, long I, she was dancing I, for. I'm... I. I don't think she was tired. I think that was a, a planned skit. Oh, do you? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. right. Uh, which is which, fine, you know, like, mm-hmm. that's a good gag to have. I would probably write that gag into something that I was forced to make like that. <laughs> yep. But it wasn't well executed. No. <laughs> I thought that whole... I wouldn't have done it like that. <laughs> I just... Like, all of it. All of it is... All of it is... 
just not good. No. It's it's just lame. It's like my mum made it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, this is oh, you know what? I mean, I've worked for companies before where they're like, we need to make a promo. Uh, about sort of the company we work for and like you know it's when people just sort of like throwing ideas out but you're just sitting there going like oh this is this is quite lame do you want to do this for us well, you... I've just realised we we don't we've been talking about for ages we need a subscriber trailer oh yes yes oh well there we go we need to we'll just do a new version of this oh that's we have, we have be a, awful we have <laughs> a recording booth we do We've got a green screen where we can dance in front of it. Yep. Okay, well, let's move on. I think... I mean, I almost that's... don't want to. I could try to talk I, about this yeah, for another half we, hour. We should do, like, a Wrestle Ramble. One of our Wrestle Ramble specials, the edition episodes, should just be us breaking it down shot by <laughs> shot. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, so Ronda Rousey is backstage next with Kurt Angle, and they're talking, and Ronda's being cool. Like, even when she's a little bit lame now. Mm-hmm. She's still cool, isn't she? Yeah. She's gotten over that hump. Mm-hmm. And then Natalia comes in. A baby face. A baby face. Well, I don't think it's long no, uh, for this no, no. world. I think this is setting up Ronda's next feud, which is perfectly fine. Um, what was the, well, the folded arms? I, I watched this and the, the ensuing match, and I thought, I think Ronda Rousey is going to feud with Natalia because Natalia is going to get jealous of her. And, uh, you know, because they were training partners and now Ronda's kind of surpassing her. And I thought that was my hot take. Everyone else also picked up on this. And I don't feel as special now. Well, do you know what? I didn't really think... I thought about it much later. Mm. I thought, oh, yeah, maybe that's the direction they're going to go with. My first thought was, they're really building up a lot of tag teams on Raw at the moment. Ah. Because you've got, like, you could argue that Bailey and Banks, if they could, like... they're, they're, They're partners but don't really like each other. They're best friends, but are they best friends? You've got the Riot Squad, you've got Absolution, you've got Nia and Ember, you've got Alexa and Mickey, you've got Ronda and Natty. I was like, huh, it feels like they're building a bit of a women's tag team division here. And then I thought, oh, yeah, but there's also SmackDown tonight, but some of them are going to get drafted across. Probably at least four of them will be drafted across. Yeah, and then you wouldn't have a singles division. No, well, actually... I guess you can have both. Exactly, you can have both, and they're just like intertwining storylines. That might have worked. Uh, so, yeah, they, they both hug Natalia and Ronda, and, yeah, it was a sort of hugging that is like, that's not going to last. No. Ember Moon beat Mickey James next. This was fine. Brutal total eclipse of oh, the heart, do, do you know of what? The it, was, it was the <laughs> total eclipse of the head. It's the best sell job I've ever seen of that move. It was like The Rock taking the stunner. It was just, <laughs> she, I mean, she bounced into the fifth row. It was wonderful. It was great. So Moon won. Uh, Mickey James, I think, is is an unsung hero at the moment. She is doing a lot of veteran, because she, she carries a weight with her in having that name value from the from, from a decade ago. Mm-hmm. So she can put over people, not lose anything herself. She gave a lot to Ember in this match. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Mickey at the moment. Nia Jax was on commentary doing sort of like a stately, I am the women's champion. This is my character now, yeah. address. And Alexa Bliss was meant to be there, but she didn't turn up. Because she doesn't really sat next to a bully. Because yes. Nia, in her mind, Nia is the bully and she is bullying her. And she doesn't want a bully, as she kept saying. And she's like, I don't want to be sat next to no bully. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were backstage next. They're like trying to figure out what to do in the main event. And Miz worms his way in and he says, hey guys, what's a... Uh... Shane like me. <laughs> I just thought that was quite fun. Yep. And they were they're all trying to like work out the main event and Sammy's like, You better like what's going on with them two over there? And Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas are talking together. Foreshadowing. Mm. So that was good. Uh then we got the Dolph Ziggler return and well not return. Oh, who cares about him anymore? <laughs> the Dolph Ziggler 
draft and ben drew mcintyre mm-hmm. debuted and uh their cool cool Finish. finishing move yep then roman reigns comes out the still wearing tracksuit bottoms yep big dog comes out to do his big dog things he came out to say hey guys look i'm here brock lesnar is and i'm like mate this 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 did work seven weeks ago when you started doing this it worked then Brock Lesnar kept showing up, and it stopped working. So you're just trying to do it now when Brock Lesnar's been there for the last four weeks. It doesn't work anymore, pal. People don't care. I So so before, say last year, I Roman Reigns would come out, and although I did not like his character, I could go, yeah, but he's, he feels like a main eventer. He feels like the top star of the company, just the way he's been positioned. Mm-hmm. At the end of this segment, I, I, was, looking at, uh, I was looking at Reigns, as he was just standing there in the middle of the ring, a little bit smaller. Uh, have you heard what Dave Meltzer said? No. Well, I just um, he, he Dave Meltzer said it looks like he has gotten injured from the Brock match. Apparently, he hasn't wrestled much at all since, oh, right. and he's not been probably not been training. All speculation, this, and he's gotten smaller as a result. Oh, interesting. But I just, I looked at him and I just thought. Man, you look like a mid-carder. Yeah. You just feel like a mid-carder right now. That Brock match did very little for him. And not having the like the, the visual belt around, just in proximity with him, just makes... Yeah, it just feels like, yeah, it's a real, why should yeah. I care about you? It is a real shame. But he uh, said that uh, he's going to win the Universal Championship at, at, at Gur at the Greatest Royal Rumble. And then Joe... Co- I've written here, Joe comes out, he makes excellent points. Because Samoa Joe comes out and cuts... An amazing Samoa Joe promo. Like, man, like, he yeah. is one of the best promos in this company. It's just incredible how good he is. And he basically just points, he said the same shtick that he did last week. He was like, Roman, you keep saying you're going to beat him, but you lost at SummerSlam. You've lost every single time you've tried. What makes the cage match any different? And it was just wonderful. And he was like, but no matter what happens, I'm going to beat you up at Backlash. And it was great. It was great. Joe's bit was great. But then, do you remember how they ended it? Well, so Roman, uh, well, uh, yeah, oh, God, I've just remembered this. Roman says, why, uh, if you, you talk tough, but why don't you bring your late, quote, lazy fat ass down, end quote, down here and we can have a fight right now. I don't mind that bit. I thought it was the bit before that bit. So Joe has this great promo, yada, yada, yada. Brock Lesnar, you can't beat Brock Lesnar. It's almost like Joe is now Lesnar's hype man <laughs> in, in lieu of Paul Heyman. And Joe goes, well, if you don't remember... Let me direct your attention to this video package that has been prepared. I just thought, like, what? Why, why did we need this video package? It's a great video package. But how does this work? Does Joe, like, show up three days ago and go, hey, I'm going to interrupt uh, Roman Reigns' promo, Editor Man. Can you put together, like, a really cool video package about how making him kind of look like a sympathetic baby face? Uh, could, could you do that for me? Can you me? put a blue filter yeah, on yeah. this? And then play it when I say so. So that way round, which is the only logical way of this happening, means Joe is rubbish. I don't know. I quite like the video I package. I did. Yeah, but uh, why would you transition into a video package? Like, sure, if you have to, here's a clip from the previous week, which I hate anyway because it's it just makes it all so stagey and ugh. But uh, this this was far worse. I didn't mind the end. I thought it was well, a, well, a nice addition to what happened last week. Joe came down and he teased getting in the ring, and then he didn't. He walked back, but then he teased it again. And then he walked back again and he was like, uh, I'll see you on my time at Backlash. Well, here was my takeaway from this whole thing, which is when he said, quote, bring your lazy fat ass down here now. And I thought, hmm, isn't the whole Nia Jax-Alexa feud been about the fact that Alexa keeps calling Nia fat and she's a bad person and we're not meant to like her and because she's fat shaming Nia? 
But yet when Roman does it, it's meant to be a badass thing. That's a good good point of inconsistency. Yeah. But I, I sometimes I... I mean, it's realistic dialogue. I just... <laughs> I would... I'd, I missed... It would... It was the best. I agree. I agree. It falls down a bit when you look at it like that. It only but... works when Scott Steiner does it. Yeah, uh... <laughs> he's fat. That's my favourite Scott Steiner promo. <laughs> so next up, we had Natalia speaking taking of, on Mandy speaking Rose. Of which, did you see that mathematician who worked out that Scott Steiner's promo about sacrifice is actually mathematically correct? Well, yeah, I, yeah, he yeah, was the... tracking it through. It's just <laughs> there's... It. when someone's done it, it's like a huge mathematical equation. I was like, wow, it does work, and it spells trouble for you at sacrifice. Yeah, it's it's it can be correct all it all at once, but there's no need to to go that that route of explaining. I don't know. Are you trying to tell me I'm that one of the greatest us. promos of all time isn't worthwhile? Natalia yeah. beat Mandy Rose next. Still a face, like proper facing and up, Natalia. Absolution is still coming out to Paige's music. Like That's a good point. Yeah. F- further solidifying the fact that they are not separate people. Well, you do you split them up tomorrow? I don't know. I don't. Or maybe they. I, I don't care about absolution, uh, which is a shame because I like I like Sonya Deville as a as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Enjoying I like Mandy Rose too. Uh, so Sonya attacks afterwards. Um, Nat- Natalia taps out Mandy Rose, and this brings out Ronda Rousey for the save, and absolution scatter. But then Sonya gets back in. It's kind of like MMA versus MMA. Very different track records in professional fights. <laughs> yep. Don't think Sonia has a single win. I think she's got like two professional fights. Yeah, lost both. She, she has one fight, but I don't think they were professional. Right, fights. yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, Ronda has a, a quick strike exchange, gets the better of it. I thought they looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then she like great. just takes out Sonia. It was awesome with uh, an STO. Yeah, that was pretty wicked. Um, I really like this. Yeah, I feel like they might be splitting up Absolution, possibly Mandy Rose going across to SmackDown. Soon. Or, I mean, or it could be something about or both could go across. I mean, you don't need them and Riot Squad on the same show. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, but my favourite bit here was when Ronda opened the ropes to let Natalia out. And Natalia had this slight hesitation and just looked at her. Mm. You know, and, and in that moment, it was all like, what the hell? I trained you. Yeah. Uh, but then she's like, you know, okay, I'm going to get out. And she gets out. They kind, they kind of both went to let each other out. Uh, that was really good. Then a video package saying that Baron Corbin is coming to Raw. It's going to be the end of days for Raw. Mm. Uh, then Breezango followed up on their giving tickets earlier in the show, had a match with the bar and beat the bar with a surprise roll-up. You know, because they haven't been on SmackDown for so long, I forgot how fun it is yes! to watch Breezango wrestle. And now that they're on a show that has a three-hour runtime, we should see more Breezango matches, and I am all for that, because these guys are ace. Like, right at the start, like, Fandango puts on Cesaro's jacket, and I'm like, love this. Absolutely love this. And then... <laughs> Uh, they've, uh, they've done this before, but I absolutely love it. When they go to do the sunset flip and Dango just spends ages going like, whoa, 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 and then transitions into dancing. It's better when he transitions to dance and then throws tickets at them. Yes. But it was I, I loved everything about this. I And I thought they looked good as well. Yeah. And I, I, I would be excited to see the bar versus Breezango. So, uh, of course... Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy's win sets up them versus the bar at Greatest Royal Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. So maybe this is setting up Breezango for a match at Backlash. Maybe, yeah. We'll see. But I I really hope so because I love Breezango and I love comedy wrestling and it's been sorely missed since Santino on WWE. Yeah, I like this. Uh, Elias backstage next. He called Renee Young Rachel. He's still in the old Chris Jericho gimmick where you don't know what anyone's name is. 
Todd Phillips. Uh, <laughs> and he says, he explains, I'm not going to be performing tonight because I only perform for big show, uh, like big cities. For the big show? He only performs for the big <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, it's really tight, those two. Uh, since, did the big show, the big show didn't come back in the end, did he? No. Okay. Well, he might be drafted the SmackDown tomorrow. Oh, joy. Uh, and he runs down Bobby Lashley a bit, which could just be a to, to wrap up last week with a bow, or maybe that'll be a feud for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he he tries to play for Renee, but Renee's like, no, we haven't got time for this. Shut up. See, back I, to back I, to you in the studio. I felt that this was going to try and start something where Elias was going to be flirting with Renee, being like, hey, I'm going to play you a little song. I know you really want to hear this. So in Elias's head, he thinks that Renee is really into him and really into his music because that then sets up the Dean Ambrose return of like, hey, man, stop hitting on my woman, quote unquote, and uh, and then start a little program between those two. Yeah, could be a way. I I would like Elias to face No Way Jose <clears throat> in like a a song a serious musician a conga versus on a pole someone match. he wants to I just I don't like No Way Jose <laughs> I thought I did but then just seeing him it's just stupid. <laughs> Well, as I said, he's been he's been main main evented, main carded. Mm. Uh, then the main event was Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Miz, and his Miz-Tourage losing to Seth Rollins, Finn Bluer, Finn Bluer, which again. could be a tease for SmackDown. Mm, I didn't think about that, no, but it's not <laughs> Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, and vacant vacant turned out to be another Bobby Bobby Rude. Yeah. Uh, so no Gal Anderson on the show. I think Galanderson and Balor are going across. Yeah, I hope so. That would be great, considering that, like, I was just... All night, I was thinking to myself, no Daniel Bryan, no Daniel (laughs) Bryan, because that means he's still on SmackDown. So no real big trades at all. No, well, it was just... Bobby Bobby Roode was the last one. It was just all of SmackDown's mid-cards. Like, literally, the entire mid-card, with the exception of Rusev. And uh, I've I've written a couple others down, but also drafted. They announced after the show on WWE.com and WWE's Twitter that also drafted from SmackDown to Raw, uh, Mojo Rawley, Zack Ryder, Chad Gable on his own. So they've split up the team of him and Shelton Benjamin, Mike Kanellis, The Ascension. uh, I think that might be it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, So The Ascension get to hang around with Breezango. I hope that still is a thing. Oh, God, I forgot all about that, man. Still um, waiting for that to happen. But really, do you really need Mojo and Zack Ryder on the same brand? No, well, and this was kind of my issue. And the same thing we discussed previously. The problem sometimes with the superstar shake-up or the draft is that nothing's really been shaken up. You've just moved some people over to here. It's the same feuds happening, but they're just happening on a different show now. And that's not really shaking things up. It's just different backgrounds. And there was no big moves. Like, what? No. what's the biggest move there? Um, Bobby, I, I was going to say Bubbles and Bobby Roode maybe yeah, Bobby Roode is probably the biggest move they had and Jinder but that was like no main eventers like, that was mid card mm-hmm. that Bobby and Jinder were fighting over the US title but I'm kind of glad about that because we still get our AJ Nakamura yes, Daniel yeah, Bryan yeah, thing yeah, and, yeah. Then, yeah. and then could've, but a Randy Orton yeah yeah absolutely could have yeah. jumped him across mm-hmm. it's just like nothing's changed in the main event scene and while that's great for Smackdown Raw's is a bit week at the moment i guess we'll we'll see where we are next week exactly and they might be they might oh man i mean i don't want to i don't want to say too much maybe they'll build some new stars what? uh well jinder yeah jinder's yeah. on raw now vince exactly. can finally give him that raw push uh so this was not as good as i thought it would be no i was a bit surprised as well um i was did you see uh cory graves accidentally said bullet club rather than balor club did so he? when when, uh, when, when finn balor was I, I missed it as well a lot of people got in touch with me to let me know i tend to skip entrances um 
Corey Graves said like ballot uh, bullet club is for everyone and um and everyone was like oops and then he tweeted out so like Finn Balor like made a reference to it on Twitter saying like you know for life forever you know this and the other and Corey Graves just retweeted saying like Finn you're so wildly popular just stop starting clubs it's hard to keep up yes that's, Very that's good. a good reply uh, but when everyone was standing there on the ring apron you know these five people on either side ten overall you can do the maths Scott Steiner I, I, I got a feel before they locked up and before it started that I, it felt like a early noughties raw main event. Mm. You know, just these big star-filled things, and yeah. the crowd was really hot. Uh, unfortunately, they were, were only hot for Braun Strowman, <laughs> yes. so they like any of the hot tags didn't really work until Braun got in. Yeah, and yeah, uh, where they went crazy, which is great for Braun, but you know Bobby Lashley and Bobby Roode seemed a bit dead. But overall, like I, I thought. WWE are very good at putting on this kind of match where the last five minutes is incredible and it's just move, move, move. But I I never felt this came even close to that gear. Yeah, no, it was a real shame as well. And there was a moment during this when um, Miz was beating up someone in the corner and then he turns around to... Oh no, I think he was like beating up Finn or he might have been beating up someone. And he turns around to Finn and he does Finn's pose. The thing Finn goes, Whoa! and he's like to show off his def- uh, defined uh, muscles that he's got. And Michael Cole goes... Miz taunting Braun Strowman there. I'm like, shut up, Cole. Uh, so, I, that, having said that, I thought Lashley looked awesome. Looked great. He looked he great. Effortlessly. Uh, who was it? He. Sami Zayn. Did so he did a delayed suplex on Sami. Then he just effortlessly picks up Miz overhead press, throws him outside. Didn't even break a sweat. And so, but what impressed me even more, Bobby Lashley is enormous. He was standing next to Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is enormous, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It, it was. I mean, I, th- I thought uh, Bobby Lashley did really, really uh, great in this match. I thought he, he really did. Although he's got a new nickname now, um, as Michael Cole kept calling him Dominator Bobby Lashley. Mm, that's not as good as Walking Armageddon. It is not as good as Walking Armageddon. But there was a bit when they did a hot tag to Bobby Roode, and because the crowd just wanted to see Braun tag in, when Bobby Roode, Raw's highest profile or highest profile presented new star... Yeah, no one cheered at all. It was like the crowd just all shut up as soon as Bobby Roode got in. Terri- ho- terrible. I was terrible. hoping for a Roode heel turn in this match. I really was. But we didn't get it. Instead, Braun uh, eventually got the hot tag and he um, power slammed Miz all the way to SmackDown Live um, and, and pinned him in the process. Uh, Braun got to do his um, T-Rex drop kick as well. But as Miz was going to get the hot tag, well, his get, tag himself out, he went to tag uh, Curtis Axel. Axel dropped off the apron. And then he went to tag Bo, and Bo dropped off the apron, and they walked and left. And, um, yeah, so the Miz Taraj splitting away from the Miz and going on their merry way to, I guess, stay as a tag team on Raw? Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That's the best use of them, because mm-hmm. they're both pretty decent guys. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, it'd be a shame to see them drop down the card again. I I still love Bo's Believer gimmick. You'd, you'd love to yeah, I, I would love to that for that to come back. But an, a nice... A nice end to Miz's raw run. Yeah. Because it's been a good he, year. Yeah, he, he is a heel, and this was a nice heel comeuppance way. The guys that he's sort of abused and taken advantage of all this time abandon him, and he gets beaten, and he's going to SmackDown. Yeah. yeah this was this was a good wrap-up for Miz's character. Man, just like, aced it on SmackDown, aced it on Raw, and now he's going to have a Daniel Bryan nemesis... 
just Miz is great. Yeah. Hot take. Uh, do, so, you want, do you want to hear my uh, other predictions for okay. who's going to be drafted? Okay. So I haven't done this. So I know you haven't. Uh, but I'm, I think we're going to see obviously Miz, uh, Jeffrey Hardy, and Finn Bluer. Uh, I think we're going to see Colin Cassidy uh, make a debut. Big once Cass. Big Cass. Uh, Revival Galanderson. And I've written Titus Worldwide, but I think it might actually be Heath Slater and Rhino uh, as your tag team trade. Uh, carry on that Drew McIntyre feud. Well, it's, well, that's money. Yeah, uh, and um, the other ones that you got in there for the uh, the women: Sasha, Bailey, and Sonya Deville, or uh, Absolution as a duo. Because then that kind of like stacks up the the female roster of Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Bailey, Carmella, Sonya, Iconics, and Naomi. So that's quite a strong division. Uh, the tag team division becomes Revival, Galanderson, New Day, Usos, Heath Slater and Rhino, Bludgeon Brothers, and the Colognes. If one of them can actually get physically well again. Uh, and then your mid-card, you've got Ty Dillinger, Rusev, Aiden English, Shelton Benjamin, and Big Cass. And then you sort of your main event, your, your SmackDown 6 or SmackDown 7, as it's become. AJ Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, Miz, Jeff Hardy, Randy, Orton, and Finn Balor. No Asuka there. No. No um, Asuka on Raw again. No Asuka on Raw. So is she either going to be showing up on SmackDown, maybe as a revenge, maybe coming out as like a pure heel Asuka to take down um, Charlotte, perhaps? Wouldn't be the worst Wouldn't thing be the worst at thing. all. Uh, but now you've got the Carmella heel champion. I don't know where you're going to go. We'll find out tonight. What did you think of the whole show out of five? I enjoyed it though. I did. I yeah. thought it was a fun show. But it, like, it's 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 an easy fun show to have. Yes. Same as like Raw After Mania because you have surprises and you have people coming across. It's as I said last week. It's not about this week or last week. It's about what you do the following week. And my concern is that they've literally just moved the SmackDown mid card across. So it's just going to feel like watching SmackDown across a longer period of time, but with more Roman. Yeah, I, uh, I, it's my 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 optimism's starting to wear off now, Uh-oh. because like last week after Mania, I was like, there's so many ways they can go, this this this, and then like, you start to see the ways they might be going, and you're like, ah, okay, it's not as good as I thought it would be. <laughs> well, this is the thing, like I've I've made some predictions for SmackDown, <laughs> but like that SmackDown like prediction list that I've made, that makes me excited for SmackDown because that's a yes. really like stocked, ro- like stacked roster. It's a cool main event that can like bleed into the mid card and you can have the SmackDown 7 feuding over both titles and the mid card kind of ascending up into that. That sounds great. Tag division sounds fun. The women's division sounds fun. But if we don't get that, am I going to be disappointed? Or am I just going to like, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for SmackDown, but I need to, the only reason I'm looking forward to SmackDown is because SmackDown's already got a good base to start with. And I think just adding guys into it can only elevate that up. And I mean, I haven't even included there's a lot of people who think we are going to get the Almus call up today, and the other sanity. One, the other one is sanity that a lot of people um, seem to to hope for. But just if it, if it isn't sanity, what I don't want to see tomorrow is like, well, SmackDown was rubbish, mm. like because it might be a decent show. Well, that's all we've got time for. What did you for? think? What did you give Ross? I gave it four out of five, just because it was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is a it's a superfluous core. Now, usually on these outros, we would talk about what movies we'd watched or any other sort of anecdotes and nonsense um, from the from the weekend. Or we would just do some iTunes reviews or correspondence. But off the back of recording this episode, <laughs> we watched the uh, the What Culture um, Attitude Era um, parody that they did, which is very funny. And then Ollie brought up the... I mean, what are we calling it? The uh, the, the promo for... It's, it's the dual brand song. The dual brand yeah, song. Yes, the dual branded pay-per-view song. So we thought, oh, yeah, let's definitely watch this. Then we thought, no, let's watch it together while we record the outro to the podcast and give, like, almost live... It's not live reactions because we've already seen it. Mm. But um, 
Yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to see this again. This is the third so time. So you've only seen, seen it once. This will be my third time round, uh, but I'm sure there's loads I missed. It's that kind of layered video. So uh, let's click play. Watch along if you're at home. Okay, so it started off with Seamus and the. I'm not, I don't want to stop each one. No. Let's do this let's thing do from Sasha Banks. Lay it on me. See, Elias looks like he's breaking character there. Oh, that's the line from AJ Styles. Oh, it's so lame. Combine forces to bring you the best, the best of both brands. That's what this is called. Oh, not Aiden English. It's just I don't know why. None of these people are the actual singer. Quite it's clearly. It's so funny because you can see there the Matt was reading the words. Yeah. Just choose a different person. <laughs> what is up with Zol's uh, hair? Alexa Bliss is a bit too much of a baby face. <laughs> like there was a moment on today's rule when I was I started to side with uh, Alexa. <laughs> Jeff really puts his heart into he's his a, line. Well, he's a musician, man. Yeah, I feel sorry. I'm going to pause it. I feel like Jeff gets the uh, the bono. But <laughs> Thank God tonight it's them instead of you, Line. Let's go back and listen. <laughs> so, okay, let's Oh, we've got, we got back again. a little bit. Oh, no, oh, no, we're got, back at the start. We've gone too far we've gone now. too far. We've gone too far. Let's just take it from here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse seeing the Miz do it, I think. No, it's actually not. He's not the worst doing it, but it is embarrassing to see him do it. Yeah, I think everyone should be embarrassed. Quite Kalisa. is not even on TV, mate. Yeah. This is the most TV he's had in months. Dolph's hair again. Becky there doing the sprinkler. I didn't even see Becky there. I like that shot of the bar. Mm -hmm. It was the most. It's. It is. This is a. It... Here he comes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we won it all. It is. I find it very embarrassing. I do like that dancing as well that Nia does. Yes. I find it very embarrassing when people like really sing with their hands. Yeah. Especially because yeah. they're just mouthing words. Like they're not actually singing these words. It's a very um It's a very I'm gonna sing the, the American national anthem and riff on that one note bit mm. things do, isn't it? I did someone Good sent me a message that made me chuckle. <laughs> someone sent me a message that really made me chuckle. I was like, I'm so glad everyone got in their gear to do this. <laughs> Well, you know, you, you always got to bring your gear. I just don't think that's a very good execution of a joke. No. Oh, did you see that? Naya is, is by far the best thing in this video. I got this on the second watch through. Mm. So, uh, uh, but you don't look at Naya. Oh, look, look who's behind Naya. Braun Why wasn't Braun in this video? Because, Luke, oh, I think that's right. for the best. Come on now. Of all the people who are really good at doing like comedy stuff, why isn't Braun yeah, in this video? It's a it's a fair question, and one I one that I don't think I should answer. Like, I think I mean, we should all be happy that Braun's not in this video. <laughs> like, imagine at the start if you know where they're sort of like lay it on me, man, like putting the headphones on, be like, oh man, I'm I'm really gonna feel this. This is gonna be phenomenal. And then Braun gets in, and he's too tall for the microphone. Yeah, and he's like, I can't sing into this. And then someone has to like come in and adjust it. That'd have been much funnier. I tell you, actually probably the best way to save all of this do it legit all the way through treat it like a real big deal and then they're just about to do the final bits elias is going to sing the final song 
boom, everything stops. Braun crashes through, starts trashing the set, beats up Elias. Yep. The New Day are like, oh my God, they try and run away. He beats them up too. Yes, now we're talking. Or it's even better if it's, actually, if you do it with Aiden English, because they're on different brands. Yes. So then it's like, oh, look, you're actually going to see these brands collide. You get the best best of both brands. That's the name of the song. It's the name of the song. So that's us and, and I do want to say as well, Nia Jax is so lovable in this video. She is enjoying the heckins out of all this dancing, and she's great. Yeah, I mean, look, I like Nia. Everyone involved in this isn't as good (laughs) as when they were before. (laughs) (laughs) No, they are all less over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Like, I mean, this is going to be a very niche reference. Did you ever play EWR, the 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 content management game where I you where you book wrestling promotions? Well, sometimes if you book an angle or you book a segment which doesn't get over with the crowd, your wrestlers lose over points. Yeah, and it and it will literally tell you it's like this person and Y person are less over because of this segment. Everyone in this is is less over because of this. No one came out of this on top. I no. feel. Oh, oh my look, god! Look, the, even Eric Rowan. Yeah, Eric Rowan in yeah, there. Yeah, Eric Rowan's there as well. Yep, so there's... He gets such a quick shot there. Was he even dancing? He was He was, he was shrugging dancing. his shoulders. He was bopping a little bit. Um, oh, Dolph, mate. Your hair, lad. Oh, can we... How does Michael Cole come back to that? That's it, man. It's just... I, no, I'm it's, just going to... The rest of the podcast is just playing Raw now. <laughs> Didn't watch Raw. It's all right, because you can hear it playing out of a laptop through a microphone. It is... It's remarkable. I love like, it, though. I love it! I, I, mean, I want to watch it again, but it is... I, I'm chowy. <laughs> I just... I wish I was a fly on the wall during that marketing meeting when someone came in and was like right well so we got this song and what we're thinking of doing is getting wwe superstars using those words and we're going to have them mime the lyrics and we'll have them dancing in front of tv screens and they'll do it in their gear and it'll be really cool and vince was like oh it's genius i love it this this is how we sell co-branded pay-per-views moving forward it's got nothing to do with dream matches or fighting it has got everything to do with people miming along with a song it doesn't feel like it's a wrestling thing (laughs) i can't believe it's real who what other sports do this um well i mean they did the wrestlemania the album i suppose so it's not like this is the i mean but then they were singing their own songs um, and they did WWE originals. That was again them singing their own songs. But not all in one video together. No, no, no. That's very true. This is a promo. Well, that's that's the baffling thing about it. this. Is a promo to make you go, man. I can't wait to see their co-branded pay-per-views. Like that's the that's the whole point of a promo is to make you go like, want to see it. I want to see Backlash off the back of this. I I just it's the thing that I like about wrestling is people fighting. <laughs> 
I didn't get that. No, from this. you're wrong, Ollie. WWE is you. You want to watch entrances and you want to watch finishes. And that that's and what, wacky characters and wacky characters. That's having fun. Having fun. They're just here to have fun, Ollie. They're just here to have fun. All right. Well, uh, Luke and I are going to go and listen to this a few more times. If you haven't watched Raw, and I know a lot of people who listen to this show don't, which is fine. They just want to hear other people talk about Raw, and I totally get that. If you haven't watched Raw, go out of your way to find this. Criminally, it's not been uploaded to the YouTube channel. No, so is it really I not? I don't know where you can find this. You'll have to find a repeat. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Oh, that is that is genuinely criminal. And and some they t- upload all sorts of rubbish on that thing. I couldn't find anyone who's illegally uploaded just that song either. I think it's slipped under everyone else's radar. So, uh, but we love it. Do we know if it's an actual song or if it's a song that WWE have written themselves? I it's probably a CFO money cast off, right? Oh, maybe, yeah. Or maybe we got the best of uh, both worlds. Should we Shazam it? <laughs> best of both. What was you know? People do this. I'm going to Google on air, folks. Yeah, we want it all. Da, da, it's good. Do they da, say da, da, they da, don't da. say best of both brands? Do yeah, they? no, they say the best of both worlds. We the want best the best. We worlds. so if you no, because best of both worlds will give you Hannah Montana. So if you want to search for we want the best of WWE. Oh, there you go. There you go. Unite to bring you... Oh, they have they have uploaded it. There you go, 18 hours. My bad. There you are. Uh, best of both worlds. So cl- if you click onto it... You think they'll give me the name of the artist. should give you a little bit of information there. That's a minute 54. Wow, it feels longer. so much longer. Are there comments? Okay, there's a lot of comments. Yeah. 21,000 thumbs up. A lot of people like this. It's only got 312,000 views. Doesn't tell us who... Uh, wrote it top comment this was one of those things that was so whatever it was then I just couldn't look away I completely agree Mm. Marcelo Saunders Uh, someone else says what's this song name see title or description it's a rude sandstorm (laughs) someone has a okay no one has uh, no one is given a serious answer there wow this song makes me happy Mm. damn I hate PG era where is Brock Lesnar and John Cena? Could you imagine if Brock Lesnar was in that a video? Good question. Could you imagine sitting down and watching Raw with your friends <laughs> who don't watch WWE? Then this comes on. Uh, uh, Joe Doe, I, uh, John Doe rather, I'd totally get you, man. Please, what is the name of this song? <laughs> <laughs> we want the best of both I would worlds. Love to we see want this. it all. I would love to see the superstars actually singing or a video of how it was when they recorded this. That, I bet you, behind the scenes of that would be... Thoroughly entertaining. That, but they didn't even sing. I bet you it would be a WW24. Yes, <laughs> that's that their would next. Be much better. That's their next. Definitely worthy. Whoa! I actually thought that was Carmella's real voice. Oh, Samuel, my hero. I'm afraid it wasn't. Absolute idiot. <laughs> wow! Amazing. I love this theme song. Not a theme song. Dear God, what happened to wrestling? <laughs> What's the Attitude Era? WWE is turning into Hannah Montana. Well, it got yep, the best yep. of both worlds. Oh, goodness, I thought that was Carmella singing for a second. No, nope, Polly Why D. is everyone hated on this song? It really catchy, and I actually love it. <laughs> it. It really catchy indeed. We need a rock version. Oh, man, if I was still in a band, we could have done, like, a rock version just for, for, for Wrestle Talk. Isn't the best of both worlds like a ladyboy selling point? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a lady. In fact, it's a chap. Ah, all right. This is why being a wrestling fan is a shameful thing. Uh, I think we leave it there. He's made we? an excellent point there. I can't find Roman here. No, that's because Roman is an actual star. And they don't want to put actual stars in this thing and make them seem lame. Yeah. You want to put people in here that you're not 
you don't consider to be a star. That's why AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura are there. They're not real stars. No. Well, you know, it's it's great. It's great. We love it. Best of both worlds. <laughs> we Go and download best of both that. worlds. <sighs> but anyway, we, uh, well, we'll see everyone tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. If I hope they play this again tomorrow. That's nice. We get to see see you, we get to say see you tomorrow at the end of stuff now. Yeah. We'll, Not see you in a couple of days. No. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Swap Nation. Love you. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.